God bless you for joining the Wisdom Moment with God's Oracle, Prophet Benjamin Fordwell. Subscribe, stay connected, and be blessed. Your inability to unlearn and to relearn the things you know. I repeat, your inability to unlearn and to relearn the things you know is now the new face of illiteracy. There are so many people living in this world. They claim to know, but understand that one of the greatest things the enemy can do to you is to make you an ignorant person. A wise man said that knowledge helps a man unfit to be a slave. Listen to me attentively, well, child. Like I said, the greatest enemy of your destiny is not the witch in your house. Listen to me well. The greatest enemy, the greatest enemy of your destiny is not the witch fighting you at night. The greatest enemy fighting your life is the ignorance embedded in your head. Understand that the mind is the access point to the spirit, the body, and the soul. Now, understand that I can never change your face of life. I can never change what you see in life. I can never change what you have actually purposed in your heart until, and repeat, until I change your ideology. Because what all through the destiny of the man is the mind. Wow, once again, I salute God's prophet, Bishop Samdako Papa. I lift up my hand, sir. God bless you, Bishop. God bless you, sir. I need you to listen to me carefully well. I can never change you to become anybody better until your mind is changed. And I need you to listen to me well. There are so many people coming to church holding Bible every blessed day. They claim to know God. They claim to know God because most people were actually born into Christianity. Some were born into Christian families. And they think, they assume that since they were born into Christian homes and since they feel that they have been observing the rights that God actually wants us to hold and to uphold, they feel they know God. And church, let me say this thing to you. There are so many Christians of this very end time. They only know the God they were introduced to. They were not, they don't know the God they actually encountered themselves. There are so many believers of this very age. They only know the God that they were introduced to. They don't know the God they've actually encountered personally. There is a big difference between knowing the God you were introduced to. As in, I holding your hands and taking you to church and then leading you on the thing you should do. Telling you that you should pray every blessed day. And the difference between you actually knowing God yourself. Now, there are so many believers of this age. They go to church. They lift up their hands and say, Father, you have disappointed me. Like I said, there are so many people of this very age. They claim saying that God has left them. All because they place a kind of petition at the feet of Christ. And because Christ didn't answer them at the time they wanted Christ to answer them, they feel that God has left them. So because of that, they now get disappointed. And some even get themselves of being stopped God at all. Like I said, there are people in this world and destiny, hmm? they don't actually, they don't really know who God really is. They only know the God they've actually been encountered to. So, not until, I repeat, not until you have encountered God for yourself personally, and to know God personally, believe that anyhow. This is where the message begins. There are so many believers when they go to church and they lift up their hands towards God. Most of them go with the motives of going to receive from God. People don't love God. 
Understand that whenever you go to church and then you lift up your hands to God during worship and then tears drop from your eyes, understand the emotion that is not a fact that you love God. The fact that you get emotional by the songs coming from the worshiper. The fact that you, you get emotional by, by the lyrics that the worshiper is actually singing. And you feel that, okay, the, the very moment tears are dropping from my eyes, you feel that maybe God Almighty, God is not moved by the tears from your eyes. Get this thing right. This is the mistake where most people are actually falling short. You don't love God by telling him you love him. God is not moved by the words that comes out of the mouth. God is moved by the actions you demonstrate. Am I communicating here? So anybody can say they love God. Anybody can say we love God. But what, what justifies, what validates your love for God is your actions to Him. Now hear me carefully well. There are so many people in this world. I don't know who led them to Christ, but they felt that Christianity is actually a freedom zone. Yes, we know that. The Bible says, whoever the son of man set free is free indeed. But this is the truth you should never forget. Understand that Christianity is a place of Gogota, a place of scow, a place of shame, a place of pain, a place of sorrow, a place of rejection, a place of agony. This is the truth I want everybody to know. Understand that Christianity was never created to place you at the comfort zone of your life. You know, we live in a world, I repeat, we live in a world where human beings want to control God by their own personal will. Church, listen to me well. You cannot tie God with a quotation, telling God that Father, since you said this in your word, this and this must be so. Church, understand that God, that's what he will, and you can't stop God from doing anything. That's the truth. This is the truth I want everybody to know. Like I said, there are so many believers Church, let us honor um, Reverend Dr. Mrs. Evelyn Abiyamdalsubama. God bless you, ma. This is the truth I want everybody to know. And you cannot exempt the truth. Anybody, anybody that wants to wear the glory, anybody that wants to wear the crown of glory, understand that not until we have placed that crown of thorns on your head, your head unfit to wear that glory crown. This is the truth. I'm telling you, irrespective of the kind of declarations that a man of God would actually declare from the altar on the pulpit. Understand that church, this is the truth people don't want to know. The Bible says that if you love me, take the cross and follow me. Church, the place where Jesus took the cross was a place called Golgotha. Golgotha is a place of shame, a place of scar. Are you understanding me, church? So, whenever somebody comes to the light, they feel that, ah, automatically, since I've come to Christ, everything should be okay. Yes, it's very true. But this is the truth. Not until you have passed the test, you can never be trusted. What justifies your faith towards Christ is your act of sacrifice. God is not moved by the words from your mouth. I'm telling you, church. What validates your love for Elohim is not what you do for him in the church alone. I'm telling you, not until you have passed that test, will everybody reject on you. Not until you have passed that stage of death. Now, church, can I say something confusing to you? Understand that the only way in life to live again is to die. Even in the natural world, 
before before a seed can even come back again and now produce food for us to enjoy from it understand the seed must first die so understand intestine is the only way the only way the only way to live again is to die understand that in the graveyard there are two things that take place in the graveyard understand that death first takes place in, in that self graveyard resurrection also takes place this is the truth Christianity understand that there is there is peace, there is joy in Christianity. That's the truth. But this is what people don't want to do. Whenever people begin to go through a particular shaking in their life, they feel rejected by God. It shouldn't be so church. God is never ignorant of the things you go through. No, I don't see the reason why you should always place yourself. You know, there are people in life in destiny here. They have actually made themselves subject of mockery or because they feel that people are going and then they feel they are left over. Church, can I tell you something? It is better for you to be slow and short than to be fast and short. I feel God in this place. The only way, the only time, the only time at church, the only time you can relive and live again is to die. I'm telling you. So I pity people in life and death. I pity people, church. I pity people who don't understand what it means to go through time. Church, the word time is actually four letter words. It is T-I-M-E. It simply means true intent made evident. The word time simply means true intent made evident. Like I said, true intent made evident. There are two words that describe every human destiny. We have the here and we have the there. Check, I get it me. There are two words that describe destiny. We have the here and we have there. Now, understand that the difference between here and there is still which for time. And time means true intimate evidence, church. Understand that everybody has a present. Not everybody has a future. Hello? Any human being that refuses hmm, to go through the pain of the present has no future. Understand this, church. And this is the truth I want everybody to know. God Almighty is not a partial God. So I pity people, church. I pity people when people actually feel that God has left them. I'm telling you, your life is a clear sign. Your life alone, your life alone, your life alone. The breath alone is a clear sign. Then I said the Father, he said, I said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that within me, church. The essence of every testimony is for you to remember what God picked you for you. Nobody, I'm telling you. God is everywhere, but God is nowhere if you don't meet him somewhere. Am I ministering sense here, child? I repeat, God is everywhere. But understand that God is nowhere until you meet him somewhere. God got the place of hope. The Bible says there were so many people following Jesus Christ. The Bible says that this is a man that suddenly appeared. The Bible says he began his ministry at age 30, which is Jesus Christ. The Bible says all of a sudden his name and fame was going everywhere in the country. Where everybody kept came to him. Now, church, look at me. He called himself the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Now, look at me. The Jews that were following Jesus at that time, they always they had a particular way where kings should show themselves. But this king called Jesus Christ. He was too timid. He was too quiet. He wouldn't talk. He wouldn't fight. And they were like, what kind of king is that? Church, can I be honest with you? There are people in life and destiny. They try to find a way where they want you to behave. Church, I need you to listen to me well. Understand that because because their blood is not capable of washing away your sins, you owe nobody explanation, church. Never leave your life to impress. Now look at me. I taught my son something this very morning. I said that whenever the poor go 
borrows. The poor borrows to impress. But whatever the rich borrows, the rich always borrow to invest. Get the difference well. There are people in life, they want some certain kind of miracles, not because they're ready for it, or because they feel they're being left over at church. This is the truth. Even if you are age 50 and you marry late, your wedding becomes the latest. I'm telling you, church. I understand that God's true intentions is always made clear and evident if your lifetime takes place. Listen to me, I'll be done in the next 30 minutes, church. The Bible says Jesus Christ was placed on the cross of Calvary at Gogota. The Bible says everybody saw the complete nakedness of Christ Jesus. Church, the Bible says that all the people, now, do you know that the disciples walked with Jesus for three good years? And the Bible says, when the soldiers came to arrest Christ Jesus, the Bible says, in less than three hours, they all left. I get to be church. When the soldiers came to arrest Christ Jesus, the Bible says, in three hours, they all left. But these same people worked with Christ for three good years. Can I be honest with you, church? Hey, the supposed loyalty that Peter and John and co. proposed to have for Christ disappeared in three hours. The supposed service that they rendered unto Christ Jesus for three good years disappeared in three hours. Can I be honest with you? There are some places, no matter how you trust somebody, you can never, never obtain that glory. You can never receive that glory until you go alone. The place of Kokota. Jesus is called the wisdom of the wise. We call him the spirit of spirits. Ah, I feel God in this place. I came to give everybody hope. I came to tell you the truth. Any hmm? human being who is not willing to undergo the process, you can never attain success. Any believer who is not willing to undergo the process, you can never attain success. Church, this is the bitter truth. I told you, anything that is bitter even heals faster. The Bible says the things, the price was too much for Jesus unto Jesus and said, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabatani, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Hey, church, no matter who you are, no matter how rich you are, no matter how poor you are, understand that life has a way of bringing you to a place where battles are always necessary. The place of Golgotha, the place, the place of rejection, the place of pain and rejection. You know, there are people in life and destiny church. They ask themselves, a man of God, what wrong at all have I done to God? And please, I said this thing without any apology. Any human being mm, that will compare yourself to somebody else's life, or because you feel you're of the same age, and you feel you began life with a person one way or the other, and you feel that, why should this person have this, and you should have it? Please, I thank you, church. With, with all, with my unbending means, you don't unfit to leave. I'm telling you. I told you, eh? the stars and the, the stars and the sun, they all hang in the atmosphere. But never would you see the sun fighting the star. That's life. Everybody has got their own time to shine. I repeat, it is better for you to be slow. Hmm? And to be short. Sure, to be fast and fall. I'm telling you, church. I need to understand that every work that Jesus ever did for God would have been total nonsense if he refused to die on the cross of Calvary. I need you to listen to me well. Whenever you go to church and you begin to lift up your voice, you know, there are people that sing in church. You came from heaven to earth. 
when people begin to sing to God and they say that Father, I love you so much. Whenever you tell God that Father, I love you so much, there are four words. Look at me. Whenever I look at a man and I say I love you so much, automatically there are things I need to do that will justify what I'm saying. Am I communicating here, church? Whatever you tell God, if you tell Abba Father, we call him the kings of kings, we call him Jehovah Elapada, it means the God that makes me fly. Now, whenever I tell God that Father, I love you so so much, there are four things that come in the mind of God. Whenever a human being tells God that I love you so much, understand that God derives four things from it. Now look at me. What justify love? Understand that love, hmm? true love can be defined on four things. One, you need to be passionate, passion. Two, commitment. Three, pleasure. Four, sacrifice. Am I making sense in church? So there are four things that will justify the way I love you. So whenever I look at the lady and say, I love you so much, dear. And I said, there are four things that justify these words. One, the passion. Two, commitment. Three, pleasure. And four, sacrifice. Now look at me. These three things I just mentioned now, the passion, the commitment, and pleasure can be vividly seen by a man. And anybody can fix that and do it. But understand that what would give meaning to the true love is the act of sacrifice. Sometimes whenever we speak about sacrifice, directly we think about money. But church, this is the truth of life. Not until you are willing to sacrifice everything to follow God. If you are not willing to stand the disgrace, I'm telling you. Am I communicating church? The Bible says the name and the fame that Jesus had was so strong that even John the Baptist, that baptized Jesus, could not differentiate if this was the man he even prophesied about. I'm telling you. And the same man that the heavens opened widely over, where everybody saw the glory. This is the same man hung on the cross of Calvary. This is the same man that said that I can do anything, and yet you were hung on the cross of Calvary, and you can't save yourself. What kind of man is this? You call yourself Elohim. You call yourself God. You can't save yourself. What kind of man is this where they are piercing your hand with nails and you are shouting, crying, you can't save yourself? What kind of man is this? Church, I want to tell you this. The first victory of every man is the fact that you don't give up on yourself. <laughs> oh, Shabaya. I feel God here. I need you to click share if you haven't click share. Oh, Shabaya. Ediba Hamanuki this is the same man. The Bible says anywhere Jesus went, he was doing good. He was healing the sick. Cripples were walking. Dead was come back to life. This is the same man. The same man. The same man. Like I said, understand that in the graveyard, there are two things that take place. In the graveyard, we see death. In the graveyard, we see resurrection. Church, can I be honest with you, church? The Bible says in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Now look at me well. The Bible says when life, when light now came, darkness couldn't comprehend it. So in other words, there is no form of darkness in Christ Jesus. But this is the same God. The Bible says on the day of creation, he created the heavens and the earth. And the Bible says the first thing we saw was darkness. The Bible says, and the spirit of God was hovering over the darkness. Now I'm like, God, how come, how come, how come you said that there is no form of darkness in you? So automatically, if you were to create the world, things should be very okay. And God told me this. Even at the day of creation, God even feels opposition. And God told me this. In destiny, understand that God is not in a place. God is in a man. <laughs> so I said, what you go through does not matter to where going to. Sir, what matters the most in life is your destination. Understand that it's your decision that will actually make a destination. Understand that success is not success. It's not a destination. Success is a decision. Look at me well. 
if you are willing to fix your eyes on Jesus Christ, who is the altar and the finish of our faith, nothing can break you down. Church, look at me. Understand that God didn't bring you this first to disgrace you. I need you to have this hope. God can never fail you. He has never failed. In fact, the one fail one is not in God's decision. Church, look at me. No matter what you go through, there is something that God has in mind for you. What is it? The Bible says, Who is he that speaks a word? And it comes to pass. When the Lord God Almighty has commanded in all church, in other words, nothing can break you down. That's God that called you. I told my members, I said, No matter what they say about you, what God says is the most important thing in church. I said, You may not like my face, but you cannot occupy my space. You may not like my name, but you can never put me to shame. Am I communicating, church? Yeah. You, you may not like how I do my things, but I'm glad that somebody out there is after my life. If God be for me, who can be against me? Can I be honest with you? The Bible says that when God was left alone on the cross of Calvary, he shouted, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabatani, and he said, my father, my father, what have you forsaken me? Neither did Christ know there was a group we appertain for him, church. Whatever you were going through, it can be you have lost your child, it can be you have lost your job. I came to tell you something. There is something bigger coming your way. There is something better coming your way. Something excellent coming your way. I came to prophesy to you that in the month of March and February, God is about to lift you higher. I prophesy, no matter what happened to you, you can never undo the path in the past go. There is something meant for you. Church, look at me well. Understand that your past is a history, your present is a mystery, and your future is your destiny. I repeat, your past is a history, your present is a mystery, and your future is your destiny. Now, I need you to type and say, I believe it, sir. I'm not communicating. Please give me just 30 minutes, I'll be done. I didn't come to prophesy today. I came to preach to somebody here. The Bible says, and Jesus was left alone to suffer on the cross of Calvary. God got at the place of hope. I'm telling you, church. I need everybody to listen to me. Huh? Delay is not denial. <laughs> huh? In life, you need to build, you have to build inner strength. I'm an omega. God bless you, man. You need to build inner strength. You need to build, you, you need to build inner capacity. I'm telling you, church. This is the truth human beings are running away from. But you can't, you can't run. I told you, the only way in life to live twice is to die. I'm telling you. You only relive. You only relive. You only live again. You only live hmm, what has been appertaining for you until you go to that death process. I'm telling you, church. I understand this. The first process in pleasing God, the first process in knowing God the more is by going to that death process. I repeat if you don't go to Gogota, you can't be the crown. Gogota means the place of scar. That was where he met his glory. Look at me. Sometimes, this is the truth. Most, most destinations, most destinations don't look, they don't look pleasant. Most destinations don't look pleasant, I'm telling you. And this is what I want everybody to know. Understand that everybody we were in a mess and his mercy was stretched towards us and gave us a message to preach to the mess age. Hear me well. We were in a mess and his mercy stretched forth towards us and gave us a message to preach to the mess age. If you refuse, if you refuse, if you refuse to go through that thing, you are actually aborting a glory that is meant to last forever. I'm telling you, church. Go go to the place. The place. The place. 
The Bible says, and Jesus Christ let obedience by the things he suffered. <laughs> Somebody says, bro, for English, I beg. <laughs> I'm not speaking English here. I'm not speaking this more I know. <laughs> Understand that big English is not revelation. Am I, I, I communicating church? This is what I want everybody to know. Neither did we know, I repeat, neither did we know, hmm? neither did we know that right after death there shall be resurrection. Look at me, church. And if you study the Bible clearly well, the Bible said that any time Jesus walked with disciples, there were seven things he told them. He told them, I'm the life, I'm the truth, I'm the way, I'm the bread of life, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, church. Now, believe you me, understand, there is no connection between life and death. I'm alright. I mean, I've been young, I'm now a bit old, I can clearly say there's no connection between life and death. But in the case of Jesus, in the case of Jesus, the Bible says Jesus called himself the light of the world. He called himself the world life. But so, the disciples saw hope, they saw life. Because if you walk with a man and then you see the man risen, then automatically your hope will be built in the mind. But very funny, the Bible says that and the, the Christ, the Christ himself, the man that called himself life, they saw life dying on the cross of Calvary and nobody was there for him. And they were like, ah, how can you claim that you said you are the life? You, you claim you are the life. How come that life has died and yet you don't see any sign? And this is what the Lord told me. This is the truth. This is the fact. This is destiny. Not until you die, you can never rise. I'm telling you, church. Not until you go down, you can never go up. I'm telling you. The word River Jordan simply means to go down. The word River Jordan, it comes from the Greek word called Yadin. It means to go down, church. The Bible says, and Christ was placed in River Jordan for three good times. The Bible says, on the third time, when he came out from the water, an angel said that this is my son, if you more pleased. In other words, I must have, there can never be a voice until you go away from the noise. This is the truth, church. I came to speak to you. I came to speak to you, church. Don't give up in what you're going through. It can be you, a minister watching me right now. It can be that people are not coming to a church. Don't give up. I'm telling you, you are closer than you think. People say you are too old to get married. Tell them your time will soon come, church. God is the one that actually gives glory. God knows how to take you from the back front and bring you to the back front. I believe in favor. I believe in favor. I believe somebody ask my man of God, what is favor? Whenever somebody should ask you what is favor, tell them that favor is qualifications. So if they say what is favor, tell them favor is promotion without qualifications. If they say how come you made it, you tell them, just by God's grace, nothing can hold. You know, the Bible says, if death could not hold him in graveyard, nothing can break it out, church. Listen to me and listen to me, well, church. We will soon leave now, like I said. Give me one hour of your time and then let me bless you right here. Go, go, The place of hope. <laughs> no, I, I speak over your destiny. May God change your story. Hey, I speak over your destiny. That hands that will type amen, may God give you a testimony. That hands that will type amen, I speak over your destiny. May God change your life. Oh, that hands that will type amen, I see God about lifting your eye. That hands that will type amen, I see Jesus about to do something for you. I speak over your destiny. Every pain in your body. Shabaya, 
Shadaya Anywhere you have been denied, anywhere you've been delayed, I speak over your destiny. God is about to lift you higher. I promise distance is not a barrier. Anybody fighting you for what you don't know, anybody that ever lied on you, whereby you got exempted from the place of work, I prophesy. May favor and grace speak on your behalf. I speak over your destiny. That your womb, that your womb will take seed. That womb will take seed. That womb will take seed. That person that dumped and rejected you will come back for you again. I prophesy over your life. Whatever they said you can never have, you're going to have it in surplus. I decree and declare the year 2020, the year 2020 will not end until God thank you for your favor. I decree and declare you are going to testify like that of Deborah. He says, How do you sing the Lord's song in a string that I prophesy? May God lift you from favor to favor. There's somebody watching me here. God is about to lift you from zero to hero. Hey, if your hands can type, Amen. I see one that's coming to you. The Lord to me in the next 24 hours, I prophesy. In the next 24 hours, I prophesy. I prophesy. That shame, that garment of shame is about to turn into fame. Your children shall become prominent in this world. Your existence will be noticed. And I decree and declare, I speak over your bank accounts. Let it be increased. If you have any pain in your head, I release healing. I release healing. I release healing. I release healing. In the name of Jesus. Please, are we are we learning something tonight? Are we are we learning something tonight? Are we learning something tonight, church? Well, I'm 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 just moved by God. The Lord just told me to pray for somebody right now. I, I, I don't know why. I'm going to drop I'm going to drop my WhatsApp line very soon. Not my personal WhatsApp line. I'm going to drop. I've got a different line here. I'll drop that line very soon, and they're going to call. I'm going to pray for you, right, and prophesy to you. Because I think Facebook has actually blocked us from um, inviting people so we could pray for them. Are you understanding me, church? So, like I said, uh, I'm going to drop my WhatsApp line very soon. I'm going to pray. Right. I don't know. I really, I really wanted to preach and go. I didn't really make up my mind to come and then pray for anybody, honestly. But let's see what God is doing. Like I said, there is something that God wants to do. And this is very good. It's just too much. It's too glorious. Church, like I said, whatever you say that you love God, like I said, the one I love you, God, understand that it's translated in four different words to him. You need action. You need passion. Sorry. You need passion to justify your love you have for God. So one is passion. Two, commitment. Three, pleasure. Four, sacrifice. And like I said, all these things I just said, understand that what gives motion to the word I love you, the word sacrifice. I'm telling you, church. Are you willing to sacrifice everything for God's name to be projected? The Bible says for three good years, a king came down as a slave. He left his kingdom, came to die for you with our church. And the Bible says the only way they could give glory to the king, the only way they could give, the only way to honor what the king has done in three years was to strip him naked on the cross of Calvary and he still can quiet. Ah, you don't get me. A king left his kingdom came as a poor man so he could be rich. He came as a sicker so he could be healed. He came as a stranger so he could be accepted. And I've said that the only way. You know, whenever you go anywhere, church, whenever you are coming, to, wherever you are ending your service, they always have you honoring you. But in the case of Christ, the Bible says when they, when, when they were honoring Jesus, 
His, his way was to put him naked on the cross of Calvary for people to laugh at him. And so kept quiet. I'm not preaching a church. You are closer to your miracle. You didn't say amen. You are even closer than you think. Why would you permit the devil to tell you something that is not true? Yesterday, I said it in church. I said that fear is as powerful as fear. You know, I'm taking my time to break down some things so it can really enter your heart. I'm telling you. Sometimes, uh, whenever God is about to lift you to a different level, uh, He intentionally, strategically positions the enemy to afflict you in a very small way just to see where you stand in life. I'm telling you. Do you know that evidence may prove? it is true but the story can be a lie do you know the enemy has a way of providing a, a false evidence that appears true do you know that the bible says when joseph escaped the trap of potiphar's wife the evidence was was clear yes it was clear she, she i mean he had the cloth of potiphar's wife but the story was a lie you know, God has a way of strategically positioning you at a place where nobody can easily access you. That's the truth. I'm telling you, George. You know, I keep telling ladies. I keep telling ladies. I keep telling ladies. Hmm? It would have been better if you never married at all than to marry somebody and then destroy your destiny. I'm telling you. And I want you to write this down for me, church. The meaning of your life is to give life a meaning. The meaning of your life is to give life a meaning. It would have been better at all if you never married than to marry somebody and then they lead you into oblivion. I'm telling you. Church, let me speak the truth to you. Let me speak the truth to you. Never fear to entrust a known God with your unknown future. I repeat, never fear to trust a known God with an unknown future. Am I communicating here, church? <laughs> Golgotha, the place of hope. <laughs> There are so many people, eh? They have worked so hard. They've worked so hard. They've worked so hard. Now that is the time for them to enjoy the fruit of their labor. All because they saw the signs of what they're going through. They left everything. They left everything. Please, church, can I tell you the truth? This is the bitter truth. This is the bitter truth. This is the bitter truth. God is not partial. God loves everybody. But God treats us differently. God loves everybody equally, but treats us differently. You know, the level of freedom that you are enjoying now, the level of the freedom that you are enjoying now is as a result of the information you once received. What am I saying here, church? Understand that any other information you have hmm, can only inform you by the Bible transforms you.
The Bible says, with all the wonders that Christ performed, the Bible says nobody saw. Nobody saw what he did. And they left him alone. I like this. Never fear to stand alone. Thank you for joining the Wisdom Moments. We know you are blessed. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God bless you.